0: How's it going? It's, it's good. I have to share what happened just before um, we started recording. I was at a beer garden with some friends because another friend of ours is in town and um, I was sitting at a picnic table and Leo, I was sitting like sideways at a picnic table and Leo was sitting like kind of in my lap facing my friend and my friend was drinking a glass of wine and some, you know, there's not that much wine in a glass of wine you get somewhere. Somehow he knocked his glass over and Leo and I were both covered <laughs> in wine. like so much more wine than you would white thank goodness okay um i mean it's summer we're not animals um but <sighs> like you would have thought it was like half a bottle of wine like there was wine in my shoes there's wine on my shirt <laughs> there was wine. like leo was just like it's as though a stripe of wine just went down him. um i am
1: willing to put money on a scene in a future fraser episode where fraser holds up his shoe and pours out wine
0: that could happen. I was wearing sandals. Like in a comedic manner, mm-hmm.
1: not a weird manner.
0: I was wearing sandals, so. But it was one of where I was like. Ugh. I just kept finding, like, at one point, I, like, brushed by my shirt. And I was like, oh, my gosh, am I, like, that sweaty? And I was like, oh, no, this is wine.
1: <laughs> this is wine. Is that is that why you're sucking on a pair of pants? Like, that's real weird. Like, when you're. I just like the idea of you're like, I need a little more. Well, what's
0: funny is then, so Leo (laughs) might be drunk right now. Leo's passed out next to me because he proceeded to try to lick all the wine off of him and my leg. So (laughs) Leo might be just a little uh, little three sheets at the moment.
1: I don't know if ladies had wine. I know she's had beer.
0: Are you still homebrewing?
1: I haven't in a while. Um, Mostly because I'm tired. No, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, and summer's hard to do it because it's so dang hot outside and like, not only are you outside in the garage, but you're like, God, I have like, you you're working over a burner. Mm-hmm. So
0: I'm nodding. Like I know everything goes into home brewing, but I could see that the weather is a factor.
1: Well, if you're outside in the garage and you've got a big pot on a propane burner, like you're generating more heat into, the, into an already hot Texas garage. That's fair. Like it is, it's not necessarily so. A friend, super.
0: A friend of mine texted me a photo of a Shiner Summer like sampler pack that she found, and it is. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, a Shiner Summer Summer sample Sampler Pack. That's gonna have Ruby Redbird in it. No,
1: I haven't seen Ruby Redbird this summer. We were at Terry Black's Barbecue, which has a lot of uh, uh, Shiner available. No Ruby Redbird.
0: Well, this summer sampler pack had prickly pear, which I'm familiar with. Cherry Limeade,
1: which sounds
0: disgusting. And then another one that was sea salt and lime, which sounds like fine, but I'm not going to go on my way to find it.
1: The sea salt and lime just tastes like a good Corona.
0: That's what I was thinking. And this this particular friend is pregnant. So she was like, please let me know how these are. Well, I've had the prickly pear before. So I was like, I don't need to tell you about that one. But I was like, I am not drinking the Cherry Limeade. That sounds disgusting.
1: I can't. I, I, the only other thing, I, first off, I'm sure it's all artificial. I mean, I'm sure I don't know if it is, but like, I like a good cherry limeade, but I can't imagine. And I, I don't know what beer you would put that into. And The only other cherry beer I've had there's, there's uh, Boston uh, or uh, Sam Adams does a cherry wheat, right. And it tastes like wheat. Robitussin. That's
0: the thing. It's got any cherry. So I love cherry limeades as well, but mm-hmm. any cherry most cherry flavored things taste like cough medicine so yeah yeah, yeah. I, I was told her i was like i am not going to be the guinea pig for this but if you find ruby redbird let me know
1: summer cerveza is the one they're pushing which tastes like a like a kind of czech style uh mexican beer and they have a it czech in like, style in,
0: mexican beer
1: so a lot of czechoslovakian and german people came over to Mexico. So Mexico doesn't really have their own style of beer, since I don't think they can grow wheat that kind of way. So they had to, when all the same people who came that uh, created West Texas and kolaches and the Czech-German culture in Texas, a lot of them went into Mexico, and that's why a lot of Mexican beers taste very similar to beers you find in Germany.
0: I don't think I've ever known like that.
1: they've diverted a little bit. But, so, yeah, so, so like Negro Modelo or any of those style beers, there's one that uh, or there's there's that's their big shiner push this year but they come in like all these different colors like it's all the same label but it's all like one's like a bright purple and one's like a kind of off pink and one you know this so you think you're probably like well I'll take the pink one like I think it's this genius marketing campaign to get people to buy
0: but I'm also like multiples of multiples like shiner don't mess with success give the people what they, they, they want
1: m- most, I don't know where Ruby Redbird is. That's the only complaint I have. I like when they try new stuff, but I don't know where Ruby Redbird
0: is. I'm concerned because you live in Texas, and if you haven't seen Ruby yes. Redbird... Like, I haven't seen it here, but I haven't looked for it here, and... Um...
1: But that's the other thing. And mo- it, it was here for a long while. Like, it, it's becoming just their staple. Like, it's like, you can always get a Shiner Blonde or a sh- just regular Shiner Bach, and Ruby Redbird was becoming the third one in that that was always there, and everything just... Where did that go?
0: It didn't go down my shirt. It just landed. Oh, okay. I'm eating popcorn. What was it? It's popcorn.
1: Oh, okay. Um, You ever do that? (laughs) Tara and I, when we get up from a movie, it's like, another bucket (laughs) of popcorn just falls out of our clothes. Yes. Been there. Um, But... I, I, I don't have a good segue, but let's you want to go ahead and get started with this one. I know we both sent texts back and forth saying that we liked yes both of these spoiler
0: episodes. listeners. We liked these yeah. episodes.
1: <laughs> Very Niles heavy uh, double feature I mean, coming up here. They, they
0: know the way uh, to my heart. What can I say? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello, craniacs. Uh, oh, no, wait, no. Hold up, back up. Hi, Seattle.
0: Hello, Seattle.
1: Yo, Seattle. What up? What's up? How does Bulldog start his show? I need a. I, horn. Oh, he says, I have a "Hey, horn sports somewhere. fans."
0: That's what he yeah. says. Hey, sports fans.
1: Hey, Doc. Like that's the only thing I think because that's what we always see him when he comes in. It's right after Crane. It's so he's like, "Hey, Doc. Um, hello, Seattle. This is Craniacs. I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're the Craniacs. We get together once a week. We talk about Fraser. This week is no different. <laughs> well, the last <laughs>
0: episode, people could be like, "Do they talk about Fraser? Because it was really more about dreams and books and." <laughs>
1: Well, I think this one we're going to have a good a good amount to talk about because it is a very Niles heavy. Oh,
0: I will. I mean, how much time do you harder. have? Clear your evening. We are um, talking about fir- season four, episode five and episode six. Episode five yes. is called Head Game, and the Netflix synopsis is actually it's not terrible. It's <laughs> Niles agrees to pinch hit for Frasier while he attends a convention of radio psychiatrists.
1: Again, it's just the the setup.
0: It's it's the premise of the whole episode without the actual like meat of the episode.
1: Niles fills in for Frazier during his week long leave of absence, and his, hold on I, oh, there it is his his week long leave of absence and his advice to one of Bulldog's guests, a basketball player, turns his game around. Niles is elated to be the center of attention from fans and from Martin until he realizes how the athlete believes Niles actually helped him. I read ahead and saw this one the other week, and I thought this might be a vie just because it was—it seemed very Niles heavy. In fact, it's a very Fraser light Fraser, which was a little surprising.
0: Wait, what do you mean it's very Fraser light Fraser? What?
1: There's not a lot of Fraser in this. Oh,
0: oh, oh. Fraser light. Got it. Um, Fraser light. So, actually, I, I meant to Google this before we started. I'm going to do it right now. This might have been when Kelsey Grammer went to rehab, and thus oh, no. he's not in. Um, let me just see. Let's see
1: well I I tend to like shows that do these episodes where they take out the main character one of my favorite doctor Who's is one where the doctor is stuck doing something and he kind of has to have other people help him out so he's not in it that much so Kelsey like went, in, they... went into rehab in s- late September of
0: 1996 late September
1: 1996
0: are you trying to sing oh what a night yes
1: <laughs> Um, so,
0: if it's. Is this.
1: Yes, this is 96. Okay, okay. So,
0: this is. Yeah, this is probably. They were probably filming these episodes when he mm-hmm. went into rehab. So, yeah. Um, that's, Alcohol, pills. Um, I, 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 I think he got. Um, well, I think it might have been a few things. Um, I think that he. Um, Oh, yeah, so two new episodes of Razor had aired when they when he went to rehab, and two or three others have been completed. So I bet this was the first one that they didn't really have, like, mm. fully done. Um, he, I wonder if they
1: moved it ahead so that they could, like, fill them in, you know, so they'd have a bunch in a row where he's not in it much.
0: Looks like he got, um, he had a DUI, and... Yeah, he had a DUI and cut his head. In, in, in a, he got in a car accident was found to be drunk Oh, while there
1: we go, there we go, there we go. Um, he, that makes sense. And he went to Betty Ford. Did you know that Bulldog was in Silence of the Lambs?
0: No, but I've also only seen that movie once.
1: I just, I, I clicked on him because I'm like, he's, you know, the one I think about the least of the quote-unquote main cast, mm-hmm. which he's not really, but you know what I'm saying. And his, his lineup on IMDb is known for Frasier, Silence of the Lambs, Enemy of the State, and Crazy Stupid Love.
0: I know, I know who he is in Crazy Stupid Love. He's Steve Carell's boss, but
1: yeah, I have to watch that again. I guess um, who was he in Silence anyway. of the Lambs?
0: Probably nobody notable.
1: Roden. So we'd have to go in oh, and figure no, out.
0: No, I also don't ever want to see that movie again. It scared me too much.
1: Um, Tara, this this weekend we watched The Terminator and then Terminator Two, and I was watching it and I forgot there that uh, you watched uh, Breaking Bad, right?
0: Um, I've seen much of Breaking Bad. You know Hank? Oh yes, Hank. yes
1: so hank's in terminator 2 but he's a cop with a like gas mask on they do a real and there's like he goes into have you seen terminator 2
0: i've seen none of the terminators
1: (laughs) okay that's so kind of culturally significant but okay um, so he goes in, and there's a guy sat. They've shot up someone, and they go in to see. It. He's got a bomb, and he's like, "I don't know how much longer I can hold this." And then they do a tight shot on the cop's face where he realizes, "Oh, this guy's going to set up this bomb." And I'm like, "That's Hank!" Like, <laughs> it's it's real. He just starts yelling, "Everybody out!" It's like Hank's voice, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh my god, I forgot mm-hmm. Hank was in this." But I love seeing these characters and other stuff. But I will have to go back and now that I know who Bulldog is.
0: Okay, so this episode.
1: Yes. The whole point, it's it's Fraser pulls, uh, what's he called? his marker? His
0: marker, which I thought was a really funny bit, that he went on a date with Maris' sister, Bree.
1: Yes, who sounds... It's funny, the idea that Niles, who's married to Maris, or was married to Maris, was like, do me a favor and date her... Sister, like, oh man, how bad is, is Maris' sister?
0: Well, I got this sense. I got the sense that it was like, we have tickets to, to the opera. I got the sense it was a double date, but then as he talked mm-hmm. to her, I was like, maybe Niles wasn't there. He's talking to him like it, he wasn't there. So
1: Yes. Because she had her chihuahua. Her, she
0: snuck her chihuahua in her muff.
1: How do you put it? Amusingly incontinent chihuahua. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> that happened. And then she also um Started licking Fraser's earlobe at one point, and apparently only it's has one nostril.
1: Yes, like this this woman is getting stranger and stranger the more they picture her. I like the idea. Like, like, it's a it's a licking someone's ear is very awkward for most places, specifically the opera. Um, it's just, it's just, the way he described it, though, sounded more like a cat trying to get, like, like, because I think he referred to it as a sandpaper. Sandpaper, sandpaper tongue. Paper, yes. Yes, did not paint a good picture of her, and then the whole point is, he's going to Aspen for a conference?
0: A conference of radio psychiatrists, which in 1996, how many radio psychiatrists were there?
1: I wonder if there were a few, and that's how this, the idea for the show got pitched, right? Maybe.
0: I, I mean, I can't feel like there's more than, like, 50,
1: well, they're also probably highly paid, so getting them all out to Aspen is something that doesn't seem too out of the ordinary. Um, so it essentially just just becomes the Niles show, which, as I'm watching it, I'm like, why didn't Niles get his own show after this was over?
0: A great question. A great question.
1: Um, Niles, like, I like Niles and Roz's back and forth where she's kind of teasing him. She's like, he's, he's like, how do we get this woman off the phone? Just throw it to another caller. And then she's like... Oh, our lines are completely empty, mm-hmm. Dr. Crane.
0: Plenty of time to spend with this lady.
1: Yeah, I uh, uh, I just, that was, I I don't know, you might have to carry some of this. I'm drawing a blank other than I just really enjoyed this episode. Well,
0: this is, this is an episode that, while not a VIE, sticks out really in my mind because A, it is so Niles-centric, and B, it shows how Niles is relevant outside of his element. Mm-hmm. Like, the basketball player is like, I need help with my game, and Niles is like, let me give you some tips, and... Also shows Niles starting to appreciate a like genre of entertainment that he doesn't normally like.
1: Well, mostly because he was getting praise, so that had a lot to do with it. It also kind of shows how Niles has gone from being completely kooky to a little more able to be the leading man yeah. in, in a full episode. Um, and, and, and it really speaks volumes for David Hyde Pierce because he was able to carry an episode. Not just the character, but the actor himself. I can speak volumes um, about David Hyde Pierce. <laughs> if I mention that a, I met him. <laughs> literally, we have, like, almost 50 hours of content of you almost exclusively speaking about David Hyde Pierce. Fair. Um, I liked when he kept getting... So, uh, a basketball player comes in. He's been having a terrible time. And as soon as he walks... You know, Bulldog's making fun of him. But as soon as he walks in... He starts praising him, but he's been having a hard time on the court lately, and uh, Niles takes Niles takes him and starts talking about, like, exercises he can do to kind of focus and, 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 and get, get out of his head, and then as he goes to walk off, the guy ruffles his hair. Well, then he has a great night, and it turns out that's what he thinks the situation is, not that Niles is a great psychiatrist who's taught him how to overcome these things, but yet that <coughs> Niles' head is lucky.
0: <laughs> yes, that's that's basically what it comes down to. Um, I enjoyed that it brought Niles and Martin together a little bit, though. Martin gets to appreciate the floor side mm-hmm. seats, and also Niles still being so like out of it that he's like, "Oh, they must have sold too many seats. Look, we are in folding chairs on the court."
1: <laughs> I, I well, then I also like Daphne explaining, like translating sports to to Niles, yes. and just turns like that's like a front row orchestra.
0: Yeah, stage right.
1: <laughs> yes. I had some notes, so I was bringing those up. Real quick.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking to see who, um, who played some of the people in this. Oh, it's Yeah, someone named Lorenzo Newton played Reggie McLemore, the basketball player. And I don't know, who he
1: is. I was looking up to see if he was an actual basketball player. And I think he's just a tall black man because if you look up his, his uh, <laughs> his sheet, it's all like basketball player and yeah. stuff like that. So, um, I, uh, I I wrote the two notes. I wrote one was Daphne interpreting sports, but the other one was Daphne is still dating Joe, which will become an issue next uh, yes, episode. But I was like, soon. "Wow, they're still they're still uh, they're still doing this." Um, I, I this one was just good, and it's funny because when it when you have a good episode like this, I feel like I don't have quite as much to talk about. Because I'm just like, "Yeah, I, I dug it."
0: Yeah, it, it, well, it's almost it's an episode where I. I view it more as a whole rather than mm-hmm. the different parts, which I feel yeah. like I don't do a lot of the time.
1: And I'm trying to remember the other thing. oh, I remember the other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, this this kind of weird reverence that within the, the the show, but also in real life, of like people are allowed to be jerks when they're watching sports, or like they get this weird out because this because sports are on and. I you know I have people like that in my life. I doubt my sister listens I don't think my sister listens to the show. But like my brother-in-law is like that where he kind of gets to do whatever he wants. Like he's like, "Oh, Bainbridge is at home watching this and he's doing this and some of it for a while was because he did sports betting and he won a lot of money oh, doing that, mm-hmm, but I don't like know. He still does this. But I, I it was just it's just funny to me and I like Daphne's point of like, "This is my favorite commercial."
0: Yeah. Well, also when the, when the replay happens and Martin has like beat for beat the same reaction of like unbelievable.
1: <laughs> I don't I don't want to stereotype your dad having only met him once, but your dad wasn't like a big like everyone be quiet the games on type guy, right?
0: No, no. I mean, so I mean, I'm an only child, so it's not like there were a lot of people making noise, but right, right, um, yeah, no. No. One's enough. Yeah. Well, I think also, I don't really recall watching a lot of sports with my dad. I think I was right. usually. And I feel like my dad probably, like most men, is really good at tuning things out.
1: My my dad and my parents, to be honest, like really have this strange like appreciation or, or like I said earlier, reverence for sports in that... Um, I don't think they do the thing where like, everyone quiet, I'm watching the game. But, like, I get called I, – I, not so much anymore, but, like, up until I moved here and a little bit into it, I got calls where it was like, are you watching the SMU game? Are you watching the Cowboys game? Are you watching this? Like And I'm like, N- no. Or did you see that? And, like, and then they're like, why? Why didn't you watch that? And I'm like, I don't – you know, now I'm – I I'm, will always be a Cowboys fan. My default football team is Cowboys. I watch the Eagles now more than anything else because that's Tara's team. Tara was oh, man, kind of house like, divided. I <laughs> see, but that's the thing. Like, isn't that weird that, like, it's it, people say, like, how do you guys get married? Well, we don't take a whole lot of uh, stock in sports as what that makes you as a person. But um, it's just weird to me that there's, like, it's just this thing that, like, Americans in general have this, like, how am I, let me try to say here. Essentially, it's part of your identity. What, yeah why didn't she, it's it's part of my family's identity and it's and it's shocking to them when some there's not as much anymore like i said they finally got on their heads i don't care like i i don't care and I, you'd think having watched me play sports as a younger man they would have realized how little it mattered to me
0: well I, so when i still lived in dallas my mom would occasionally be like you know oh and you know your father's in a good mood because well she still does this but she'll be like oh and you know what the cowboy game happened when the cowboys won yesterday and i'd be like oh did they win it's yeah. like, how do you, how do you not know? And I was like, I don't follow professional football. Like, yes, I live in Dallas, but I couldn't tell you what happened in the game last night.
1: I started like, I, I try and pick like the nerdiest thing and throw it at my dad when he does that. He's like, how do you not know this? I'm like, did you see the latest update to the uh, cleric class in Dungeons and Dragons? What they've done, in fact, is, and he's like, <laughs> all right, I get it. We were not the same, like. We don't appreciate the same things. I'm like exactly. Well,
0: now, now, now granted, now my dad will usually. I mean, my dad realizes I don't like really follow professional football, but he he will text me like things that the Dallas Stars have done. That's you know, yeah impressive because he knows I, I still enjoy hockey. So
1: and, and I don't mind. Oh man, did you see the game? But lay off me when the answer is no. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah also, and I like
1: watching football games with my dad. I like watching them, but like I don't seek him out when he's not around. I feel
0: like most SMU games are not televised. <laughs>
1: Um. Well, <laughs> there was a time when I used to go to great lengths to watch SMU games, specifically in uh, DC. Have you? Ever, did you ever go to Crystal City Sports Pub? No. Um. Or Crystal City Sports Bar. So it's like three stories, and it's it's got the most amount of TVs, T- TVs, TVs. It's got the most amount of TVs playing like every game, and then on the top floor. There's just a, a leaderboard where it's just the names of, of schools, teams, whatever, and then what the score is. And we used to go, and they'd almost always have an SMU game because most SMU games are televised. It's just like Fox Sports, Mid South West, yeah. <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. So, well, Fox so one Sports, time Appalachia. we went. Well, the best time we went is there was a screen. You know how there's usually, like, a big hallway to go into the bathroom and the kitchen mm-hmm. in, a, in, like, a sports bar? There's a TV above that. So we would stand there and watch the game, and about every 10 to 15 minutes, we'd have to turn around and go, we're not the line to the men's room. Like, we're just watching <laughs> we're the game.
0: watching the game that's being aired the, over the bathroom.
1: <laughs> the other thing we used to do was all the time was me and uh, Adam. Hi, Adam. Uh, boy, I have a much longer story involving uh, this Crystal City Sports Bar sometime. But Adam and I, our big joke when we used to watch games was you, you. It was if you're an SMU fan watching a game on multiple TVs or on one TV of multiple TVs, the, the thing you did the most was, is anybody watching this? Yes. <laughs> like, all the time. Hello. Yes. Yeah. We're watching the game. All four oh, we haven't far. heard you guys cheering. <laughs> we're like, look at the score. Guess who we're rooting yeah. for.
0: Yeah. it's 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 never a good time to be an SMU sports fan, I'll be honest. We haven't been in a bowl game in a while either, have we?
1: I think we're always in a bowl game. It's just like the mattresses.com bowl. No, I, <laughs> like, I actually don't think
0: we've been in a bowl game. Really? Yet. We haven't but, even done well, that? You have to win like five games or six games. And I think oh, we've no. been like just under that. Well, we can't seem to keep a coach. So.
1: I know. We're a very transitional school as people come here, get some money, and then. Yeah, go we're, we're, else. we're most
0: people's either retirement job or stepping
1: stone. Yep. <laughs> well, anyway,
0: um, do we want to rate this episode?
1: Um, do we feel like we covered it?
0: Oh, uh, we do. We did have a guest caller.
1: Who was the guest caller? Um, it
0: was Linda who asked Niles to talk to her cat. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was Wendy Wasserstein, who I believe is a playwright. Um, she passed away in 2006. Um, I do not know her. Yeah. She... I did like the cat bit. Yeah, that was fun. Here's
1: the funny thing. I feel like we haven't covered enough of this episode, but I'm about to give it a really good score because I was like, laughing out loud. Same. I was like, you know, I woke up this morning uh, pretty early, you know, quiet house. And I was watching it. I was laughing. I was like, oh, I hope Tara doesn't hear me.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I enjoyed this episode, too. And I think, like like I said, I think the reason I don't have a whole lot to say is because I just think start to finish, it's a really solid episode, but there's not mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. I can pick at, like, individually. Um, Gosh, I think I'm going to give this... I mean, I know I said I don't like us to do 0.5 ratings, but I think I'm going to give us like 8.5 folding chairs.
1: I'll give, give us a um, peach-scented shampoo, because isn't that what he said he thought his hair smelled like?
0: I, you know, I don't remember, so that sounds good. <laughs> um, okay, moving on. Wait, do we have any mail we need to? I was just about to say, I was just
1: about to look that up real quick, so give me 12nd second.
0: Da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Da, da, da. It's my hold music. The girl from Ipanema. Nope. Da, da. Okay. Send us mail, guys. <laughs> um, episode six is called Mixed Doubles. Another stellar synopsis by Netflix. It's two sentences. Daphne is devastated when her boyfriend Joe dumps her. When she tells everyone about her loss, Roz immediately jumps in to save the day.
1: Niles is not even mentioned in the, the synopsis yes, of the episode correct. in what is a Niles tour de force. T-
0: to the point that when I read this synopsis, I was like, I have no idea what episode this is. And even mm-hmm. actually, even when I watched it, I was still like, I don't really remember this episode.
1: Um, when Joe breaks up with Daphne, Niles is eager to make his move. So we've already established Niles exists in this episode. But Fraser advises him to wait a day. He does, but meanwhile, Roz takes Daphne to a singles bar where she meets a man named Rodney, who looks, dresses, talks, and acts exactly like Niles. This is another one I really, I, 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 I really like this one. Same. I. This, this is the thing. I think we talked about this one time about the, the when I thought singles bars was going to be a yes. <laughs> like I very, I don't think I ever like in college went where are the singles bars, but I remember like in college going like, is this a singles bar? like trying to establish one.
0: Yeah, well, I also kind of feel like maybe back then you really only went to bars if you were single.
1: That's a crazy idea to
0: me. Is that? I mean, is I? I don't. I mean, people who were out and dating and of age in the nineties, let us know. But
1: <laughs> hey, Kim, if you listen, oh, well, if you listen to this, you just heard the thing where I talk bad about your husband. So never mind, Uncle Gary.
0: <laughs> <laughs> let me know.
1: Um. I just yeah. The closest I ever came to anything that was close to a singles bar was when I was in Australia, but that was what we called a meat market. <laughs> or it was it was it was like Roz's sure thing. It was like if you went there, you were probably going home with somebody.
0: <laughs> Australia, man.
1: Zanzibar and Fremantle.
0: <laughs> well, that singles bar works out for Daphne. She mm-hmm. ends up meeting Rodney.
1: I I did like the joke with, with Roz's. She calls it her sure thing. It's like, oh, that's how flattering they, they named, named it the bar after, after her.
0: <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, I enjoyed. I, I enjoyed this episode. Um, I, again, it's one of those like I just enjoyed it in totality. Mm-hmm. There aren't like certain parts that I really isolated. It was also slightly Fraser light. I wonder if they just yeah, like, yeah yeah booked Kelsey Grammer for like two days before he went to rehab and were like we're just gonna film a bunch of scenes and put them in two different episodes.
1: We should go back and watch his stuff and just like fast forward through it, and just see what he's wearing and see if it's like similar wardrobe in some episodes. Because we're like, no time, no time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I liked when Roz came in when Daphne was crying and was to like, oh god, you got dumped. I, dumped. But I yeah. love I love that Roz is not only like, you know the 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 sexual expert of dating, but also like every aspect, yes, every matter of the heart. Read a, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Also, can we? Um, how long have Daphne and Joe been dating? Has it been? I mean, granted, we don't know exactly how much time has passed, but did they start dating in the second season?
1: I don't remember. I'd have to go back and look. I don't to,
0: think it was third season because I think they'd already been dating. They've been dating for a while.
1: It was the plumbing episode? Yes. You, you you talk more about what you liked this episode, and I'll take a look and see if I can find out.
0: Well, one thing, and this is a lot of kudos to the guy who played Rodney, whose name I just looked up, and now I've already lost. Um, that he did such a good job of mimicking David Hyde Pierce's mannerisms, oh, yes, um, w- without making it seem like a caricature. And I, as soon as as soon as Daphne, as Daphne brought him in, I was like, oh, now I remember this episode. But I was just like, th- I mean, that that's not easy to do, especially for someone who's as good an actor as David Hyde Pierce. So, and he did, it, I just, I don't know, he did it so well. He was played by Kevin Farrell, who doesn't even have a photo on IMDb. So I'm gonna go with, he's, oh, he was in an episode of Gilmore Girls. That doesn't really help. Oh, the last thing he did was My Name Is Earl. He was in three episodes. Across. Did you ever watch that show?
1: No. I love that show. It's a very fun I show. I heard
0: good things about it.
1: It was on Netflix for a while. It's one of those shows where it's like everybody watched it, it was on Netflix, and then it went away, and it's kind of like
0: I rem- no I mean, one
1: remembers it. You know, it's I like, oh, remember yeah, it was really it. popular
0: when it. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also in an episode of Boston Legal.
1: So I have an ep- uh, an, an update when Joe. So Joe came and in- Joe came into the episode where they had a whole bunch of plumbers. Uh huh. Is that the one? Uh huh. That was season two, mm-hmm. episode eleven.
0: That's what I thought. Yeah, season two. <laughs>
1: maybe it it may have been another one but definitely at the beginning of season three we're doing Daphne's room which is the one where they talk about like there's moon dance which is the one where she's with Niles Mm -hmm. pretending Mm -hmm. so like she's been with Joe for a while I think
0: I I think we can say like maybe a year and a half
1: yeah yeah yeah. it's
0: um so like not an insignificant breakup
1: Especially considering it's a character that we've seen maybe twice. Like twice, I, twice.
0: but like, she spends Thanksgiving with his family. And, yeah, yeah.
1: Who do you think we've seen more, Joe or Frederick?
0: <laughs> I think they're tied. <laughs> I think t- because we've only seen Frederick once. Although I didn't. Joe's in the whole episode, though. Did we yes. only see Frederick at that Christmas episode?
1: I feel. I thought there was like another one where you just see like I don't know. No, Maybe I'm, wrong. no. Maybe I'm, I'm dreaming about Frederick. I'm having Fraser dream. I mean, this I,
0: I think it shows that that's a plot hole that really weighs on you. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: that's that's funny. Uh, yeah. So the whole thing is I, the, the the Rodney was that his name? Yes. I agree with you. He wasn't a caricature. He was definitely just accenting his parts. But the best part was was Martin and Fraser like looking at each other. And then go in the room and be like, what okay. the hell is he
0: that? Live in the kitchen. So I, I always remember that there's an episode where Fraser says he has cups that are one for every wife of Henry VIII. And I never remember what the episode is. And so I'm glad yes. I know that this is because like, that's one thing I like. My parents are probably like, yes, you said this. Where I will just suddenly be like, Catherine of
1: Aragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that bit when you hear the crash. The, the the lead up to it was funny, but then the the like stinger at the end, yes. of him yelling out a name.
0: Also, whoever plays Adele could easily have been anybody. Like, I feel like that character had six lines and was so nondescript.
1: I was waiting to see if perhaps she started having more Daphne-esque qualities. Mm -hmm. Um, She did not. Uh, (laughs) um, Let's see if I find out who that was.
0: Allison Allison Mackie. Mackie.
1: Why do I know that, that name?
0: Let's see what she's been in.
1: Oh, you know who I'm thinking of?
0: you are thinking of the girl who was on Smallville who's not going to jail.
1: Yes, yeah. that's exactly that's Allison Mac.
0: Yeah, that's exactly
1: who I was thinking of. I was like, Ugh, when go,
0: going to jail for like what? Uh...
1: Sex trafficking.
0: That's what it is. It's related to a cult and yes. and and
1: and, and the slavery and prostitution. Yeah. And All very slavery. strange stuff. Go go look up Allison Mac, folks, or don't if you want if you want to do something else. That's okay. my recommendation. If you don't want to give us a five star review, go read up on Alice in Bad. There we go. Um Yeah, she was very, very nothing. She was very pretty, but she's very nothing. Um I I did like when he met her and turned around. And she was she was like, My name's Adele. He's like, Is that with two L's? Yes. Really? That's <laughs> <Because> fascinating. <laughs> Roz is like like fall on every word of theirs. Yes. Um, I like how he handled I like what Fraser pointed out they were, they were, the Allison and Rodney were together. And uh, Niles's first reaction was, how could he do that to Daphne? Yes. Which I thought
0: was just He'd like, so sweet. He'd already forgotten about Adele. Yeah. Well, and also he's just like putting Daphne's like feelings above his.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, I will point out, well, let's finish this, this out because, uh, folks. Laurel did send me a uh, text while she was watching this and said, no, you're crying at the end of this episode. And which I, you know, I wasn't crying. Come on. Also,
0: I should say it was not like tears were falling. I teared up.
1: (laughs) uh, It was hard. She sent a picture and it was just just waterworks. It looked it was it was it was awful. He's going to post it to
0: the Facebook group. Can't wait to see that picture.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. So. Uh, he meets up with, Niles meets up with Daphne to give her the news, and she's already gotten a call, and she starts talking about, um, how, you know, she's not gonna date for a while, and... And
0: why she dated him, she thought she should date somebody different, and... Yeah,
1: and, like, you know, the typical thing of, like, let me say everything that's gonna make what Niles has been wanting to say this whole episode harder. Mm -hmm. And Niles, Niles, you see Niles kind of resolved to, like, I'm just gonna let this go for a while, and he says something funny, I think... And she holds his hand and goes, "Oh, Doctor Crane, I love you." And he's like, "I love you too," oh. which I think is so. It's 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 good for a for a Frasier episode, right? He's able to say what he wants. It's
0: but he, the way he says it is also so like forlorn kind, forlorn mm-hmm. or resigned, or like I know that she's just being like, "Ah, I love you, Doctor Crane," and he's like,
1: "Yeah, he I love knows you too, Daphne." Oh. I I think and and he's ex, not excited he's
0: he's he has hope i think
1: he has hope i think he's also feels good about like okay i can say it and it doesn't you know yeah. make things complicated i get it off my chest like there's a lot of stuff there but it's he he also knows that's not what he wants he want you know and i was i was waiting for this when this when this episode started off i thought this was again you've done a terrible thing by telling me that you know, I'm not going to tell you which one's the V.I.E.s. I'm going to let you find them because I'm like, this must be one. We do have but, at least one um, this season. Oh, okay. We have at least one. Um. Yeah, it, 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 this one this one was really good. It was a lot of funny stuff. Um, I have a couple notes I want to bring oh,
0: up. Oh, look was taking notes.
1: I did because I was like I'm, like, I'm just sitting there watching it, and I was like, I should write some of this stuff down. I've also taken Facebook and Twitter off my phone, so that might have something to oh. do with my, my productivity going up. But um, which
0: is something I recommended if people do if they weren't gonna give us a five star review is to take Facebook and Twitter off their phone so <laughs> okay continue uh,
1: I, uh, I the first thing I wrote was Niles this is terrible timing <laughs> because I I thought whereas I liked that he was like I need to tell her and this that and the other like waiting till this moment was a terrible idea and didn't feel creepy didn't it wasn't no. like the, the, the you know didn't feel wrong didn't feel wrong it just it felt very on point for niles but it was just a a, terrible idea it was yeah
0: it was not gonna work out well and i liked martin's when martin was like okay yeah no i mean it's not not, it was never gonna work out but
1: yeah but (laughs) i I feel like that's a plot you go for it
0: it's a plot of some movies and i feel like some books i read where it's like somebody's in love with somebody that person's in a relationship then when they break up the other person's like i don't want to be the rebound so i need to wait and then right. while they're waiting, the person meets somebody else.
1: That was – you ever watch Swingers? No. There's a line in there where they're talking about, so you'll find a rebound. Oh, it was – she was dating – his his girlfriend who left him is dating someone else. He's like, ah, he, she won't be with him long. He's a rebound. He's like, we were a rebound and we lasted six years. <laughs>
0: Well, there's a from the TV show Younger. There's a um, they have a theory of the bad pancake, which is the first person you date after a relationship is the bad pancake that you throw out. So you got to get your bad pancake over. Apparently, like the their their philosophy is the first pancake you make is the one you burn.
1: Okay, but if they call it a burnt pancake, like I imagine someone ordering a stack of pancakes just be like, no, (laughs) like some sort of bougie. Like I would never eat the first pancake.
0: (laughs) Well, it's also. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's similar to my dad's philosophy of when you're buying something at the store, you never buy the one that's first on the shelf. You move that one and reach to the one behind it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is, that's, that's my dad. I'm thing. relating
1: very hard to your dad right now. Yeah.
0: Especially electronics. You never buy the, the one that's facing out.
1: Um, I forgot the reason why this line. So this is, this is a Ryan's LOL was the Normal. one where he w- he was talking about, Oh, this makes I think it was, this makes me feel good that I don't, you know, I, I'm not alone. I'm not living that single life. Blah blah blah. And then he realize he's telling it to Fraser and describing Fraser. He goes, "Life of fulfillment and <laughs> and whatever." He goes, "Don't you usually make a beeping noise when you back up like that?" <laughs> I
0: don't know how I missed that line. I don't remember I think, that. That's funny.
1: there is. I think that was the line where I pulled out my phone. It was like, okay, you got to make some notes because this is yeah. a good one.
0: That's funny. Well done.
1: Ne- wine at the end reminded me of Venice. That's nothing. <laughs>
0: Sounds like a and Terra note.
1: It definitely uh, sounded like something that I was like, this is a really good note. Now I'm reading and I'm like, this is nothing. Really I had a mean one. I, I have dreams sometimes where I'm doing stand-up comedy and I'm killing. And so one time I woke up and I go, okay, write down the jokes. And I wrote them down. I was like, this is great. And went back to sleep. And then I read them when I like for real woke up. I was like, it was something about a monkey. I don't remember the rest of it, but it was nothing. I cannot stress to you how nothing it was. Like, not even, like, a funny premise. Not, oh. like, this is a skit. Like, it was just, like, monkeys sure do swing a lot. Ryan, this is nothing. What were you thinking? Like, <laughs> and the audience in your this... dream is like, ha, 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 ha. Like, losing it.
0: <laughs> oh, man. That's
1: am um, Like, up out of their seats, like, deaf comedy jam. Yes. And I'm like, yeah. Um, <laughs> What would you rate this one? What are you? i sorry.
0: <laughs> does everybody miss the hand gesture that Ryan just
1: did? <laughs> okay, people. it's... it's...
0: <laughs> it's like he's a surgeon holding his hands out, but he's just after he's just like scrubbed to go into surgery, but then moving him up and down.
1: <laughs> did you ever see the movie? Was it called House Guest with Sinbad and Phil Hartman? No,
0: I know of it, but I've never seen it. Okay,
1: I don't remember anything from it except he was supposed to be a dentist. It was basically like he took over, like he'd never met Phil Hartman and never met this guy who was staying at his house. Mm-hmm. So he was like, went and did it. And he was a surgeon and he was washing his hands with what he thought was antiseptic, and it was, uh, uh, Novocaine oh. so there's this whole scene Of him like <laughs> trying to like pull someone's Tooth and doing that that's kind of what this looked like oh, Yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um. yeah so now you know why I just laughed at everybody um, I would give this Um. I think I, I'd give this eight Catherine of Aragon Coffee cups
1: I'm going to give this one a, a, a nine because I think it does Everything that the previous episode did and I Really appreciate the ending having a Like kind of a yeah a, a Nine just a, I think it was bold to have just such a. It's 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 rare to have a good ending like that that doesn't end on a joke and they didn't fall back or anything. I mean, they did have the cold closing after that, but I would say nine. Um, oh man, I got nothing. <laughs> nine <laughs> singles another? bars. Yeah, nine <laughs> singles bars. Um, yeah, I really like this one. The nine's just wow. That's high praise. Well, I like I said, I I found it as good as the other one. Plus, I'm always saying that like if you're doing something that's a little something extra, I'm going to give you an extra point on this because I feel like that's especially in this. What
0: are you always saying that?
1: I'm always saying that. I'm I'm always talking about. I'm not saying that specifically. But what I say is, you know, like, I like this one because it was funny. I like this one because it was fine. I like this one because it did something extra. Mm. And I think it was as good as the first one, which I gave an 8. And then I did a little something extra. Oh, since okay. Since since I stick to the no half points, no half measures.
0: I I, I I admit that I did go back on something I asked you to not do. I If
1: I was Laurel, I might give it an 8.5. However, as I am a man of integrity.
0: <laughs> anyway. Um... We would love to hear from you, listeners. You can yeah, reach us listen. on on Gmail. At, we're uh, craniacs at gmail.com. That's C-R-A-N-E-I-A-C-S. We are on the Twitters at Craniacs. We have a Facebook group that is closed, but you can just request to join it, and we will approve you because we have pretty much no moderation process. And I mean,
1: well, hold on. Like, mostly it's like, do we know you? Does someone know this person? We have yet to have a rant. We have, like, one rando who tried to enter, and I was like, yeah, no.
0: Oh, but what if that person was a listener?
1: We talked to you about it, and it was oh. somebody who was like, like, you clicked on their page, and it was all like,
0: oh. do you want to
1: get free window tinting? That wasn't yeah. it, but it was, like, stuff like that. And I was like, this is that. No. <laughs> but
0: wait. So we have I, some I do, moderation. I do want free window
1: tinting. <laughs> you're, you're like, that's my buddy, window tinting Walt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, anyway, in the in the group is where we have conversation where we post links to things we've talked about in these episodes, so check that out. Um, and do you want to talk about what else they should do?
1: Are you, are you asking me to come up with, with an alternative?
0: No, I I have an alternative. So I was going to Oh, you, you want me we so you're you asking me to up. set you up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Hey
1: guys, we're also on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Overcast mm-hmm. and we'd love to get a Five star review on iTunes or I'm not sure what the highest is on the other ones, but give us the highest review possible. I don't know if you can rate on Overcast. Well, if you can do it, if you can't, just uh Stick to here's iTunes. something else you could do with your time.
0: I just finished the second season, it's the final season of a show that Amazon has been pushing to me for solidly like two years called Fleabag.
1: Oh, did you like it?
0: I Well, I guess you're suggesting it. So. Yes, I really <laughs> liked it. It's only six episodes. It's each episode's thirty minutes long it's kind of hard to describe the premise without making it sound like it's not good have you wait have you seen it no so okay. that's what
1: I was gonna ask you because I do feel like I didn't hadn't had anyone told me what you just said but the fact that I don't hear a lot of people describe what the show's about makes me I was like I wonder if it's like hard to describe
0: it, it is hard to describe it's hard to describe it without making it sound like why like why like kind of why would i watch that show. So the the main yeah. the main character is also the woman who wrote it and directed it. She also wrote Killing Eve, if you're a fan of that show with Sandra Oh, the thriller she, from
1: the BBC. She also just did a pass on the latest 007 movie.
0: Yes. yes her name's Phoebe Waller-Bridge or Bridges and She also
1: played a robot in Solo, so. <laughs>
0: yes, like a woman of many talents. Yes. Um I'm, and she's my age so I'm very intimidated by her but um it's basically it's it's, an, it's a tv adaptation of like a one woman show she used to do um it's, oh. just, it's it's hard to it's hard to describe it's just it's about a woman uh dealing with a lot of things in her life while living in london that just doesn't make it sound very good it's really good it's really clever it's only 30 minute episodes you'll yeah and if
1: it's short like go give it a shot
0: yeah yeah, like why are like- you?
1: Why aren't you trusting Laurel? She's given you forty plus recommendations up to this point, and now, now you're gonna decide to, to be paranoid of her decision making? That's
0: L- listeners. I don't have this animosity. You don't listen. Have
1: to, you don't have to. I'm sick of this. I'm standing up for you.
0: <laughs> for all now, now we need everyone to write in and say all of the things I've recommended that you've done just to validate.
1: Hey, man, that'd be great. I, I feel that uh, Overcast will forever be your best recommendation to me. They so have a good. thing. Do you know they have a thing on there that you can like alter it so it does uh, human voice louder, and then it cuts out the space in between people talking. Yes. That's so. It's it weirded me out the first time I did that because there's like one I listened to those two people back and forth, and it was. It's like, all of a sudden, if there's no space in between, which I sometimes try to get rid of our space, mm-hmm. but this is, like, nothing. So, like, hey, man, blah, blah, It sounded like... I'm like, they're on cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's funny because
0: it's constantly adjusting. So, sometimes, everything's going fast, and then they're going slow, and you're like, what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I think they call it smart silences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, anyway, check out Fleabag. It's on Amazon Prime. I think that's the only thing it's on. But um, I just finished Season 2 today, and Season 2 is... Season 1 is great. Season 2 is fantastic.
1: So well, this is going to sound really insincere, but I'm definitely going to be putting it on my list. Like, in my head, I was going to say, I'm going to put this on my list, but I know it's not like, well, I'm putting that on my list. I don't know about you guys, but, like, seriously, I, if it's especially if it's short like that, I've, I've heard great things. So Yeah,
0: I feel like you and Tara would really like it. Um, we'll give it a shot. Yeah. And, and uh, we'll start a Fleabag podcast. <laughs> there we go. Fr- we'll Frasier and it. Fleabag. <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll have to, I don't know enough about it to think of a funny pun. But if you've got a good flea bag pun, let us know, guys. But uh, until then, I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're listening.
0: Bye, y'all.